It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Hey, it's Wheeler Walker Jr. here. The Pussy King, the Pop Country Killing Machine. It's Tuesday, I think, which means I'm in New York City tonight, but I'm recording this in Nashville before I take off. My album's out right now. I hope it's doing well and fucking kicking ass on the charts. I'm actually glad it's fucking out. I can start talking about other shit on this podcast besides my fucking record. I'm sick of... I don't think you guys believe this, but I'm actually sick of talking about myself for a change. You know, I want to, I'm going to get back to making fun of Chris Jansen and that fucking Fix a Drink song, that piece of shit. I'm sick of talking about my record. I'm going to talk about all the shit out there. Um, anyway, I assume my record's number one in the world right now, but who knows? We'll see. Um, buy it. Don't buy it at Walmart where it's banned. Don't buy it at Best Buy or Target where it's all banned. Anyway, so I'm, I'm got an interview today. I've been going back and forth. We've been arguing. We had kind of a Twitter war with this guy, Luke Combs. His album's out this week. And it fucking kills me to have him on my, my podcast, but I hate to say it, he's a fucking good dude, and he's coming from a good place, so I figured I'd have him on to celebrate both of our records. I don't know where the sensitive side of Wheeler came in, but I don't like it one fucking bit. And uh, now I got a new buddy, his name is Luke Combs. He's going to probably outsell me this week, and that's going to fucking piss me off. So, uh... Before he comes on, I'll play Tough Guy, so fuck Luke Combs, don't buy his record, buy mine instead, but a little late for that after I'm, now nah, he's my, my best fucking friend. He might be my only friend at this point. Um, sorry about all the ex- excess noise, got a little flooding in my place, embarrassing for me to say, but I'm actually recording this from my aunt's house, who lives in Nashville, I've been crashing at her place. Shit ain't going too well, man. No pussy? Sleeping at my aunt's. Uh, she made me a fucking sandwich, though. It was And it was uh, chicken salad. Tasty as fucking shit. I will say that. So, uh, say, it, say whatever you want. I just got a couple days of rehearsals. The band sound killer. Ready for some shows. Um, and uh, still no radio playing me. I did the Bobby Bones podcast. Um... He gave me a f- pair of Apple AirPods. They're pretty cool. Apple, if you're listening, send me another pair. They keep falling out of my ears. I want a new pair, but they're cool. So thanks, Bobby. People were kind of upset that I talked to Bobby Bones, but I'm trying to get main. I'm trying to mainstream this pussy talk. You know, I'm trying to mainstream this shit. And I know a lot of people asking. I think I'm. I think I'm going to do Rogan next week. Could be out by the time you hear this. I don't know, but um, everyone seems to ask me about that. I did the Burt Kreischer podcast. Oh, that's a cool fucking dude, man. I really dig that dude. Um, I ain't got much to say. I just I've been sitting on this album for forever. I've been wanting people to hear it, and it's now that it's out. It's just kind of like a, a relief, you know. Um, I'm just excited that everyone can hear it. And uh, before we get into the interview with Luke Combs, I wanted to play you this song from the new record. Now that it's out, the song is called Poon. And I've been dying for everyone to hear this. And this is the song I've always wanted to make to let Nashville know what the fuck is up. So here it is, the world premiere of Poon. Don't want no conversation, give me that poon. 
Don't want to hear about the situation. Give me that phone. Don't need that small talk bullshit. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. Give me that phone. Give me that phone. Give me that phone. Managers on the phone for a slice of that phone. Agents beeping in 10% on that phone. Drummer wants a raise. Promoter wants a taste. Give me that phone. Give me that phone. Give me that phone. Fuck you, Music City. Want that sweet and pink and pretty. Give me that phone. Hey, Florida Georgia Line. Give me that phone. You know what I want, Luke Bryan. Some of that phone. Hey, Gawk Books, what you eating? Hey, Reba, girl, I need you. Give me that phone. Give me that phone. Give me that phone. Hey, Sam Horn, what you doing? Only one thing I got brewing. Some of that phone. Fuck you, Music City. You want that sweet and pink and pretty? Give me that phone. I got the phone. Shelton's on the TV, give me that poon. Who's Kelsey Ballerini? Give me that poon. Jake Owen, how you feeling? Keith Urban, man, he's Australian. Give me that poon, give me that poon, give me that poon. My album's on the charts, I could give two fucking farts. Give me that poon. Fuck you, Music City, want that sweet and pink and pretty. Give me that poon. So yeah, well, I'll just come down in a second. Okay. So you're ready? Well, sure. I, I don't. You don't make it yet. Just want to come down when I when I come down okay. in a few minutes. You still got, you got the chicken salad? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. Unless you finished it. I just got it yesterday. Okay, no, it's still there. And then, uh... And you still have the chicken? Because I've got to do another interview. I'll do I'll do that. I'll just come eat uh, a- after the, uh... Okay. What time after I, when I'm done with this, I'll come down and, and uh, do okay. the... Okay. What time's your next interview? It's not till 3, but i got to go down there early because I'm doing it at my manager's office. Who's the interview? Uh, some, I don't know who any of these people are. Who's it with? Some place I don't know what it's called. But you, oh, but, you, but who's the, you don't know who you're no, who interviewing? No, but no, I'm eating them at my manager's place. Some somebody just show up and nowadays it's all these websites. I don't know what's what. How do you know you want to do an interview with them if you don't know who they are? That's a good question. I guess my manager vetted them. I suppose. Oh, he set it up. Yeah. All right. So that's my aunt. She just left. Uh, Hope you guys dug Poon. She couldn't hear it. She was uh, talking about my chicken salad sandwich. I'll tell you what, it's good good to be around family, though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, Luke Combs' mom ain't making... Uh, Luke Combs' aunt ain't making him no fucking chicken salad sandwich, I'll bet. Uh, 
But uh, anyway, why don't you listen to my interview here with uh, old Luke Combs? And I appreciate him coming on. Here's my interview with Luke Combs on the Weedle Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Weedle Walker Jr. Podcast. It's Weedle Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's Weedle Walker Jr. Podcast. Hello. Luke Combs. What's up? Wheeler Walker Jr. here. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm finally hearing from my arch nemesis. Yeah, here you are, and you got the new record coming out, and I'm excited to hear it, and I want the world to hear it, so I want you to be on the Wheeler Walker Jr. podcast to talk about it. Well, I appreciate that. Fuck, man. I had to hang up on it. I couldn't do it. I can't I can't talk to the enemy on release week. I am an asshole. You know what? I'm going to call him back. Hold on. Yeah, sorry about that. This 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 is a new. I'm not Mr. Technology. Now I gotta. Now when you're when you're doing, you get into country music, you gotta understand this technology stuff, and it's too hard to learn, you know. But <laughs> yeah. Or did you hang up on me? No, I didn't hang up on you. Okay. As much as I wanted to. Yeah. Well, well, you you, you, could, you could do it next time. But you hear me? Can can you hear me? Okay. Now. Yeah, I can hear you good. All right. I think something. I think there's something wrong with, wrong with my, my line. Hold on. I'll, hold on. I have to call you back. Oh. Uh, yeah. Fuck, I done hung up on him again. I just can't make myself do it. I can't make myself promote the competition. It's just saying who I am. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to call him one more last, last time. It's a good dude. Let me try him again. Hello. We got it now? We got it. All right. Oh, crap. Now I got to actually do the interview. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> Are you on the road right now? I am. I am. Where are you heading to? I'm heading to Asheville, North Carolina. That's back in your home, your home, uh, home state, right? Home, hometown. Even. Hometown. Oh man, that's a big one. So your album's coming yeah. out tomorrow, same day as mine. Absolute, man. And we're um. Up against the best, you know. Yeah, we're 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 competing with each. I've been I've been joking to a buddy of mine. It's like me and you've been going at it, competing on for these charts. And at the end of the day, we're probably gonna both get our ass kicked by Stapleton. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you can't really compete with that guy, you know. Yeah, well, um, I don't like, to, but I, I just want my my fans to know that you know, we've been fucking with each other on Instagram, Twitter, and shit like that. But I, I dig what you're doing, and we, we we get along, right? You can say that; that's fine, right? Absolutely, man. I can agree with that. I dig what you're doing. Yeah, we're fans of each other, and so we're just trying to have some fun, and you know, sell some records and do what we're doing. So, um, the pro here's my issue with you is. I saw your album was coming out the same day as mine, and then um, I talked to a couple buddies of mine, um, and I talked to like three or four dudes who knew you, and they all said you were a good guy, and it fucking pissed me off. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, that's no good. I want the, I wanted you to be an asshole, and I wanted your music to be just complete, like you know, 
synthesized dog shit and it you know what you were doing felt real and you know you, you're writing you're writing your own music and doing you know what you know in this day and age is something close to country music which is what most people ain't doing and uh <laughs> it, it, it kind of bummed me out i had to start a fucking rivalry with a dude who wasn't a bad dude but you know what when there's a will there's a way so i figured out a way to make fun of you even though because uh, you used to be on th- you used to be on 30 tigers right uh, for a little bit there, yeah. Yeah, so people don't know you used to be an independent artist, so you were doing the same thing I was doing, and again, it fucked up my whole storyline. I thought I, w- I was making fun of you as this big corporate whore, when in fact you got your your start the same way as I did, um, an independent artist from the same fucking company. So again, it fucks up my whole storyline. Yeah, man. Well I, well, I hate that there's nothing to hate, you know? Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I'll figure something out one of these days, but... um. I thought it was going to be a big rivalry, and I was waiting for some guy to say that you were a fucking asshole, but no one would do it. <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, so, but you consider yourself a nice dude? I do, I do, man. I consider myself a good guy. Okay, that's a bummer. Yeah, that bums me out, man. Um, <laughs> but tell me a little bit about, go some backstory. I mean, I, like I said, it's killing me right now to give you promotion on my podcast since we're competing this week, but... Tell me a little bit about your backstory and how you got started in country music. Well, uh, man, I was I was in college and uh, in the process of failing out of college when I picked the guitar up and uh, just kind of taught myself how to play and uh, started writing songs, man, because I, I felt like I, you know, I felt like there was kind of a void that needed to be filled, I guess, for lack of a better term, you know. What void was that? Well, I don't know, man. I just felt like there wasn't a lot of folks writing their own music, and I, I wanted to write my own stuff, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a, a Bob Dylan quote that I used to, that I always loved. Was he's his the first song he wrote? He said it was um the whole reason he wrote the song. He said it's a song that he wanted to sing, but nobody had written it. So he felt like that's the only reason he wrote it was because he needed to sing it, and it wasn't written. So he wrote it himself, which is kind of what the whole reason people get into songwriting and. It sounds like you're one of the one of about three artists in country on country radio who writes their own songs um, these days. Yeah, man. Well, that's uh, you know I'm definitely proud of that, man. I definitely love uh, I definitely love songwriting, man. Yeah, I don't understand the people who don't dig songwriting. I mean, that's the whole point is you've got so you got something to say and you want to say right. You know, I don't understand. I mean, I, I love playing covers every now and then. We I do a couple covers, but at the end of the day. When I'm making a record, I want to say what, you know, I got something to say and I want to put it out there, so. Well, man, when it sounds like we need to write a song, then, man. Well, hey, man, you, you, you just had number one single, right? Yeah. Well, congrats on that, and because of your number one, I've decided I'm going to take you up on that. We're going to write a song together. The only problem is you got to record it. I'm into that. Because I need that number one money. <laughs> we can We can work that out. Oh, cool. Let's do it. Next time you're in town, let me know. Um, what was it like? What was it like when you heard that you had a number one song, the number one country song in America? And it was kind of it was kind of weird, man. You know, it was kind of one of those things that like you always want to happen. And then when it does, it's just kind of like yeah, it's crazy. man. it's hard to process that, you know? Yeah. I mean, was there ever almost like you, someone who called you to tell you that? I was uh man, I was actually in uh, Key West, man, at the Songwriters Festival when I found out. So oh, my shit. manager was down. We uh, we all we all kind of found out at the same time. 
So was it kind of, was it surreal or was it more just like like uh you've been waiting for it or what? It was kind of surreal, yeah, but we had been, you know, working so hard at it and stuff that it it wasn't like a surprise, you know what I mean? Like we had kind of been like planting the seeds for it to happen for a while so we're just glad that it finally made it up there you know yeah i mean that's a world i don't know i mean i'd get that call one of these days i'm hoping to get the call that i was played on the radio much less have a number one song so um i mean was there a part of you because i think if i ever that ever happened to me which it doesn't like i ain't gotta worry about but it sounds like if that ever happened to me i wonder if i'd be like like worried that i didn't get as excited as maybe i should be yeah, I kind of did, man. I kind of did the same thing. Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what, what should I? What am I supposed to do? Right. Like, am I supposed to go like skydiving or something with a big flag? That yeah, I, you don't. From what I've seen of you, you don't seem like a skydiver to me. Um, not, not a skydiver. I'll tell you what. If I looked up in the air and saw you flying through the air with a giant "I went number one" flag, it would definitely, you know, get my attention. Not a bad promo <laughs> idea, though. Not a bad, not a bad photo op for sure. Yeah, I got another question. So now that you're on Sony and you know hitting the big time, you got a big, you got a bus. Yeah, I'm on the bus right now. See, that's what. Now, see, now there's a reason to be pissed off at you. I got, I'm still in the fucking van, man. How do I get a bus? Sign a big deal. Yeah, man, sign you a big deal, man. Get you a bus. So the label pays for the bus. No, I pay for the bus. <laughs> but I'm saying in the long, but like, who's pay, you paying it out of your pocket or out of the record label? Out of the out of my pocket. Shows how do you? Stuff. Well, what what, how, what kind, how big a shows you playing? Uh, it depends, man. We're out on tour with Brantley right now, and then, but these shows that I've been doing this week are all like headlining shows, but they're all at small clubs, you know, like clubs we played before. Like, like what? How many people? Um, I don't know. We, I mean. We've sold out a five thousand cap room on our own before. Holy shit! Yeah, my biggest I think is a thousand. No wonder I ain't got a fucking bus. <laughs> well, you'll get one though. Yeah, man. man, I need I need to I need you to, to give me some songwriting tips. So I I need, I want to write a song. You know, I got a name. I got already got the title for our song, Bus Money. I'm into I'm into that, dude. I'm into I, that. I need to make some bus money because I'm sure you've been there, man. That the move. The, my whole goal right now is to get on a bus. Dude, it makes it it makes it uh, it makes it a lot easier, man. I'll tell you what. Well, why don't you rub it in? You know. <laughs> I told you, man. It's funny. I wrote a song a while back after your first record came out, when I was still at Thirty Tigers, and I sent it to Macias, and I said, "Hey, I think I think Wheeler needs to sing this song," and he said, "There's not enough pussy in it." Oh no way! Yeah, I never got that song. Yeah, you got you got to put more pussy in that music if you want, if you want Wheeler to record it. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, man. People send me songs all the time, and it's just like I don't think they. Under, I think I'm trying to make you know. I put the bad words in there just because that's how I talk. But you know, it's not all about the bad words. People send me these songs. It's like I got a song for you, buddy. It's called Pussy Farts, and the song ain't about nothing. It's just about him my rhyming shit with pussy farts, and it's like. I got like, I'm like that ain't no fucking song, dude. You know, it's got to have a little bit of love in it. Too. Well, yeah, th- that's the thing. I th- that's what I think. It's like I think my songs have heart and ha- are about things, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. And you said one of the dudes. Please, they your, are. Thank you, man. Well, one of the dudes in your band claims he's the pussy king, right? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, man, that's my drummer, dude. He he claims that. Well, tell <laughs> well tell him he's number two at best because I claim that myself. He's got that written. I'm telling, man. He's got that written above his bunk. Well, someone else in the band made him a sign. A pussy king sign. Well, tell well tell him my lawyer will be talking to him soon. I'll have you come on the bus, man, and y'all can either fight, and then when you kick his ass, you can rip the sign off. You know what? I like that idea. How big is he? He's not big. Okay, good. Good. Maybe you can help. Maybe you can help me out. Kick his fucking ass. So uh, you you grew no, up. I, 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 Sorry, you grew up in North say, Carolina. I kicked him in the knee. Yeah, I did grow up in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and we had that battle too with the UNC UK shit, which kind of bummed me out. But. Um, we finally brought it home this year, though, man. Yeah, I wasn't too happy. I'm not a big care. I'm a big Kentucky fan, and it kind of, you know, it was a bummer of a year for me on the basketball end. But it sounds like our football teams are about in the same place. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, unfortunately. So what's what's as we talk right now? We're talking the day before both our albums come out. What? How are you feeling about it right now? I'm good, man. I'm I'm uh I'm ready for it to come out, man. It's been it's been a long time coming for me man i think this is my fourth release date oh they, they the label keeps moving around well you know we had a release date on 30 tigers and then we moved that and then i went to uh then i went to uh, columbia and then we had a release date and then we moved that so now it's, i think it's the fourth release date oh that's crazy yeah because a lot of my friends who are on big labels always com- complain that they they have no control of when the album's coming out well, yeah, it was just kind of that plan to have, you know, we were going to try to figure out to get how to get the song to number one and, and have the album come out after that. So we, we did the planning right, at least. Yeah, sounds like, well, I'll tell you what, we have very different plans, I can tell you that. My plan was to put my song on Pornhub and then put the album out. Which, <laughs> which is, I, I love the video, by the way. Oh, thanks, dude. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a, that's a you know, that that's the difference between Sony, I guess, and 30 Tigers is... Pornhub versus a number one single. So, um, sure. is, it, is it weird? Sure. Is it weird driving around hearing your song on the radio? Yeah, man, it's kind of weird. You know, you don't really ever get used to it. Yeah, hey, I I ain't got used to it because it's never happened. But I was gonna say, I, my 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 main question for you is kind of like, what what who are your influences? What kind of music you listen to growing up? Man, my, my parents listen to everything. My, my my dad's from Ohio, man, so he uh, his favorite stuff was like Led Zeppelin and stuff like that, man. And uh, you know, but when I when I was growing up, and the first stuff I ever listened to was like Vince Gill and like Brooks and Dunn and stuff like that, man. That was the first kind of music. I was yeah, Vin, Vince Gill is kind of underrated. I think he's pretty fucking good. And I saw yeah, Rick, dude, he's really Ricky Ricky Skaggs is playing the Opry tonight. I thought about going, man. I love Ricky Skaggs. You should go, man. He played the last time I played the Opry. Oh, good. no way. Yeah, I think about yeah. going. So who out, who, who out there right now do you like? Man, I love, uh, I'm big Eric. Hold on. Uh, you, you, just, you, you, you just cut out. You cut out. That I'm a big Eric Church guy. Yeah, I saw his show the other night. He played Bridgestone. Yeah, it was so good. And they gave Did me you go a to t- that? Yeah, and they gave me a ticket, which was cool of him. And uh, what was it, three and a half, four out fucking, I mean... My only note was, uh, it's a lot of fucking standing up for me to do. But yeah, you know, man, I mean, it was fun. Yeah, his people kind of asked me after afterwards, like what I thought about it. I mean, my note was pretty simple. It's like, ain't nobody in country music doing that, you know? 
There's nobody in country music doing a four-hour show with an intermission. Definitely not, man. I'll tell you what, I couldn't do it. I couldn't think I could stand up that long. I had to sit down halfway through. Luckily, when you're Wheeler Walker, <laughs> Ju- Walker, Wheeler Walker Jr., they give you a backstage pass, intermission, you can go back, sit down, and drink some drinks. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you like that drink room down there? Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what, take that out, and it's a much different show. Take that out, I may not have yeah. taken, taken, gotten that far. Um, yeah, man, that was a good. I love I love John Party too. Yes, I saw I saw Party the other day, and I think his producer Bart Butler said he knew you. Dude, I love Bart, man. Yeah, Bart's a great dude, and um, he he Party's one of those guys. I'll probably get him on the podcast soon. He's one of those guys out there doing it right now and who's getting hit songs, doing what I consider real country. You know, um, it sounds like we have the same kind of taste. You know, like. Bart's great and Party's great and Bart does a great job with those records and that Party record, you know, the new one, and I think he's working on a new one now. The last one, it, that's real country music to me. And he's yeah, old. man, it's a solid record front to back. Totally, and there's, you can tell an album's good when the last track is good. That's what, I love that last song. Uh, it's California, what's California Sunrise? I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a killer song, you know. There's all killer, no filler. Um, yeah, but he seems to be like him and this guy William Michael Morgan, like kind of the only guys out there playing country that I can in the mainstream that I can see. Unless you consider me mainstream, which I do, but most people don't. And what what was what other kind of country you you listened to growing up? Well, man, you know I I obviously love Garth, man, and uh, and George Strait and stuff like that, man. Um, you know that stuff wasn't necessarily coming out when I was growing up, but it's stuff that you—it's stuff that you really hear all the time, man. You know, it's like timeless music. You know. Yeah, it's a—it's uh, one thing. It's kind of my dirty secret, but I don't think it's a secret. I never liked Garth. I don't know what it was. I just—I think too many people in my high school listened to it, and uh, that "Friends in Low Places" song drove me fucking crazy. And my parents were really into it. I always didn't want—I never wanted to listen to what my parents liked. So I just never really got into Garth, and uh, I mean nowadays he probably sounds like Hank Senior compared to what's on the radio, but it just it just ain't my thing, I guess. But different strokes. Oh man, I, you like Hank Junior? Yeah, I love Hank Junior. Yeah, me too, man. I'm a huge Hank Junior. I'm a big Keith Whitley fan too. Oh, Keith Whitley's the best. He's when I talk about you know I'm from Kentucky, as you know. When I talk about the great Kentuckians, he's always up there. And yeah, I, man, him and Staples up there and Sergio and all those guys. Yeah, Kentucky's c- kind of coming back with some good, you know, the good uh, uh, artists. You know, it's like Stapleton, Sturgill, me. Um, yeah, absolutely. I would put you at the top of that list, but... I was going to say, I, I was going to say in reverse order. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think people, he's kind of underrated. People need to get off, turn off this podcast and go listen to some Keith Whitley if they get a chance. But I was uh, thinking, dude, there ain't a bad totally I, th- I think it's uh i think it's a, uh, it's cool though too that you because me and all all my everyone i've talked to from sturgill on to cobb on down we had the same kind of background as you which was listening to kind of started off with the rock stuff which i think kind of helps you you know yeah man i agree like you know there ain't nothing better than led zeppelin you know it's like it's a good start to listening to music i think yeah, man, it's a, it's definitely a good uh, jumping off point for sure for anybody doing music. You a Beatles fan? Yeah, man, my parents are huge Beatles fans. Yeah, I just started that Beatles channel on Sirius. 
Oh, no way. I got to hear it. Well, it's in some ways, I don't need it because I got all their stuff. Because people don't believe me. The Beatles are still my favorite group of all time because, as I tell people, you can listen to the Beatles records and hear every every form of music ever made, you know. Yeah, I, man. No doubt. I think the first uh, time I heard a Buck Owens song was Ringo singing Act Naturally. Yeah, man, they do it all. They yeah, they, it I mean, all. You, you can hear you can hear metal. You can hear you know Helter Skelter is almost like metal. You can hear almost like uh, classical music. You know, um, Eleanor Rigby. You could hear just straight up rock. You could hear you can hear country. You can hear you know Everly Brothers type shit. They 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 really do all this shit. And I feel like uh, they're kind of ignored in the country world a little bit. Yeah, man. I I feel like. Uh... You know, it's funny. As much credit as they get, they still don't get enough credit. You know. Exactly. It's like it's it's hard to get enough credit when you're when you invented everything. You know. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. So now that you got a number one song, you got you you gonna be planning on going to all these fucking award shows and shit. Yeah, I got to do all that stuff. I'm nominated for one of these CMT awards. Hey, I heard that got the show got moved because of the Predators. It did, yeah. It got moved to the Music City Center from Bridgestone. Oh shit! Because I went to the CMT Awards last year, man. I hope you have fun watching Pitbull sing. Um, <laughs> I had the worst night of my fucking life. I had to sit through fucking Pitbull. I sat through so much fucking dog shit. I took some videos of myself watching Florida Georgia Line. You know, you can't make fun of these bands because <laughs> you're part of that. You know, you're in that world now. But do you get nervous on that red carpet and doing all that shit? Well, yeah, man, I'm not the best-looking guy in the world, so... Uh, I think you look good. With, with all these stallions, man, everybody's a stallion, and I'm just like a quarter horse, you know? You know what's funny is, it's it, I, I, I dig that you say that, because what, one of the things pissing me off now in country is all these, like, good-looking dudes who were their high school quarterback and all these guys who are so fucking buff. I'm like, dude, get get out of the gym and, you know, practice your guitar. <laughs> I don't know how you get that good at, how can you, how do you have that much time to work out? I don't get it. I get, man, I guess if you're on the road a lot, I mean, hell, I go to the gym every day. I, I know you can't probably tell, but I still do. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I ain't, I ain't seen the updated. Yeah. Send me a before and after a picture. Maybe I can check from there. But, um, when I'm on the road, the last thing I want to do is hit the fucking gym. <laughs> I mean, these well, guys, sometimes are, you got so much time. I guess, but I bet they travel with trainers and shit like that. They do, yeah, they do. And who's the biggest guy you've opened for? Uh, Brantley Gilbert. How I don't know Brantley Gilbert that well. How's his stuff? Well, you opened for him, dude, so you're, so you're going to say it's good. Dude, he's the nicest guy ever, man. And he's like, he's the real deal. Like, what he is on stage is just literally who he is, like, in life, man. Like, he just loves to hunt. He writes his own music. He cares about his fans. And, like, that just says it all, man. Does he hunt his fans? Huh? Does he hunt his fans? No, he does not hunt his fans. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, I always I always hate... That's a big thing that I've been learning about, you know, when I... I won't say names, but people come up to me. It's like, yeah, man, so-and-so, his music sucks, but he's the best guy. I was like, I'd rather be an asshole and have good music, you know. Um, but, <laughs> but, but whatever, you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, I think my new album's going to be a huge hit, so I'm trying to kind of be nicer to these dudes, and so, because I'm going to be sitting next to, I'll probably be sitting next to Sam Hunt at the Grammys, so, you know, we'll try to be nicer to him, but, 
But I, I, I assume I'm going to see you at all the award shows coming up, so we'll probably be nominated for all the same shit. Yeah, man, I'm ready. Why don't we hand each other our gold albums when they come out? I'm into that. All right, cool. Well, anyway, like I said, um, I'm going to I'm gonna let you get off the phone, get back to your giant bus with all that room. Um, but uh, like I said, it's a bummer that you're a good dude and it pisses me off, and you're doing it the right way, which also pisses me off because I was ready to rip on you. And I've been making fun of you on socials, but uh, I hope the album does well, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. And it, like I said, it pains me to say that, but uh, you know. Likewise, man. Where where am I gonna where where am I gonna be able to pick your album up since everybody's banned it? Yeah, you may have to do. Unfortunately, country music are the last group of fans who don't buy as much i you know digital stuff. So you got to buy the the digital you got to buy the digital version iTunes, Amazon. Well, I've already, I've already, I've already pre-ordered it. But oh, I'll, there you I'll go. Vinyl. Where am I going to get a vinyl copy? At? Vinyl. Where's well, vinyl. Store? Well, vinyl. You got to get from my website. But between me and you, I just get some. Text me your fucking address. I'll, I'll mail you one. I'm into that. Yeah, the vinyl sounds killer on this. You putting out a vinyl on yours? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's hard for those majors now to do the vinyls. I think. Yeah, man. Well, we had well, luckily we had been working on it for so long that we already got them done and everything like that. So we're coming out that same day of release, man. The vinyls. Yeah, well, yeah. My my vinyl might be. I've been getting too many fans tweeting. My vinyl may be a little late. It takes a long time to to put that vinyl out. It does, man. It's all back ordered, man. Yeah, I mean, it just you know. But whatever, you get it digitally. But anyway, like I said, man. Uh, I was hoping you were a fucking prick, and you proved me wrong, and it pissed me off. But uh, it's all fun. We're all just we're just trying to sell records and make music. So uh, I hope people listen to this and realize that we were just dicking around with each other. And um, hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it, dude. I'm a fan, man. Well, likewise, and uh, I, I hope I hope there's more good guys who like country music coming up, you know, after you. So because that could it could be a um, Every day, I feel like it's the worst day in country music, but maybe things will get turned around, you know, sometime soon. All right, buddy. Well, have a good one. You too, man. See you later. All right. See ya. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Well, that's it for my Luke Combs interview. Oh, shit. Well, that's it for my Luke Combs interview. I'm going to leave you with one of Luke Combs' tunes. Kidding, I ain't playing that shit. It was cool of him to talk to me. See you fuckers later.